pick it. She lays it off. Teresa Polaris. It's an absolute peach. Yes, driving. What a hit from Melina Rez. Wow. And Sam Kerr has a hat trick. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Radio Dub here on FNR as I quickly try to make sure people can see us. I, you know, final series is, is coming. So I, th- I thought we need to have our, our MVPs of the finals on. You know, we need to have our best showing and say that we could win a finals game. I feel like if it was a three on three... Mm. I feel like we could. I don't know about you, Oscar. Maybe you get injured pretty soon. But I feel like I could, as, <laughs> since I am an athlete. I assure you, injury is not my biggest yeah. like drawback. But yeah, sure. <laughs> but uh, thank you for joining us here on Radio Dub. I'm Pekil Frimpong, joined by Oscar Rutherford. Oscar Rutherford. Ooh, words are struggling there. Yeah. But number one co-host who definitely brings up the footballing <laughs> average on the panel this week, Miranda Temple and Miranda. Thank you for joining us. No worries. I think you need some attackers in there as well. Yeah, no, I'm, I feel like I could I could score a goal. I've seen Pekua do a crossbar challenge. It was, it was a pretty good effort, I've got to be honest. No, was, is, I, I, can't, I don't know if, I don't know if I've got to tell people this. I'm not a professional athlete, but I am an athlete. <laughs> I just, like, come That's on. That's your motto. Put it exactly. in your bio. I'm an athlete. Like, I can, I reckon, I reckon I, you probably in a dub game for, like, a solid 10 minutes. Mm. I reckon a couple really good key runs. And so you're playing as a forward in this situation? Yeah, yeah, okay. or winger, or winger. Okay. Yeah, I reckon I can cross the ball. I'm pretty good at crossing the ball in. Okay. I reckon put me in for a season, five minutes, ten minutes per game. I reckon I get you two goals. Wow. I reckon I get you two goals. In the whole season? Yeah, well, there's lots of people in the dub who don't score throughout the entire season. It's still a big call. Yeah. Two goals, two, two, go- goals wow, two goals, okay. three assists. Three assists. Whoa. <laughs> three assists. No, now you're putting yourself up there as like an above average. Eh? Like, <laughs> three, assists. <laughs> three assists. I'm telling you. Three assists. Crunch time. We need ah. a goal. I can, I'm can. i telling you I can and get so it. You're, you're, kind of, you're a big game player as well. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm a big game player. I think I could do it. Miranda, obviously when we did the, the video of victory, I know like my technique wasn't the best. But there was some power in there was, some. There was some. There was some good stuff. In exactly, that's what I'm telling you. Like I've got, like I've got some ability. Obviously, not the ability of you, Miranda, and not the ability of uh, one of our next, our guests. One of our next. We've only got one guest on mm. this uh, this evening, but a pretty good guest, if I do say so myself. Now, obviously, Miranda, you might disagree just purely just for, for this, this weekend. Just, just for this weekend, just because obviously you are facing yeah, their side in the uh, in the. Final series, but you know what? We're lucky enough to be joined by none other than Caitlin Torpy from Melbourne City. Caitlin, how are you? And uh, thank you for joining us on the show this evening. No worries. Thanks for having me. No, I appreciate it. Now, obviously, we've got Miranda on. Now, Miranda is our number one co-host. <laughs> now, obviously, we don't want any tension or any bad blood to spill <laughs> over into this episode. So can we all promise that it's going to be really civilised? It's going to be good. We're going to get a solid interview out of this. Thank you, promise. <laughs> hey, Miranda, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Wow, that was tense. I was warned. <laughs> you can cut I the tension. I was warned you were, you were on the show. Yeah, pre-warning. <laughs> <laughs> don't you... say anything bad. Mm. <laughs> Primed ahead of the game. I mean... Caitlin, how are you feeling ahead of this weekend? It's a big game. It's a derby game and it's a final. What's the what's the vibe like around Melbourne City at the moment? Oh, we're all so excited. Like, derby is the best time to play. So we're all so excited. It's going to be a great game, I think. Now, uh, Caitlin, has 
have the Melbourne Victory team, have they sent you thank you letters? Have they sent you flowers? <laughs> have they have they sent you something for, for 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 putting in a strong effort against Canberra? Even though Canberra tried to come back, have they sent you some thank you <laughs> notes yet? No, actually, which I'm pretty upset about, but that's fine. I'll get on um, it. I'll put it on no, my to-do list. Yeah, we definitely didn't do it for victory, but we, <laughs> we just played our best and it's a good result. I mean, was the, was the end of the game a tactical plan to kind of give Melbourne victory players and coaches heart palpitations such that maybe <laughs> they wouldn't be in the best physical condition come this Saturday? It worked. It yeah. worked if you did. <laughs> I mean, they had two weeks now to snap out of it, so hopefully not. I did see the video, though. They looked a bit um, happy after the game. Now, I want to go back to that Canberra game. Now, obviously, you guys were – I feel like you were – you were sailing. You were – it was, it, was, it, was, it was calm. The, the sun was shining. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. You guys were up. And then Vesta Milivojevic decided that she wanted to go beast mode. What were you feeling in the moment when Vesna was just just went crazy? <laughs> I mean, that game was crazy. I don't. I still don't even know what happened. Um, she was. She's a quality player, so she really turned it on, like you said. But I think it came down to a few mistakes that we did and let them come back into the game a bit. So trying to fine tune that for the weekend, and yeah. I mean, goal conceding goals, particularly late in games, has been a, a bit of a problem that's reared its head over the, the last few weeks of the season. Is that something that you've addressed or focused on in the, the last couple of weeks or that you're at all worried about coming into the finals? Um, yeah, we definitely have addressed it. There's been a few things we've kind of tried to fine-tune, I guess, before coming into finals. Um, we're always learning every single week. So, yeah, it is one of our bigger issues is... Um, letting a team back in in the end of games and we kind of switch off at a point in the game. Um, but, yeah, we've always, always try and change that and always learning. So, yeah. Oh, good. It's definitely good to see. Like, although I was a bit tense, I can say, <laughs> last weekend, there were objects thrown at the TV, I must admit. <laughs> but, um, no, I think one of the things that has been interesting to watch with you guys over the season is the the range of style of play. I feel like you've had... A lot of different formations. Obviously, there's been a change of coach in there. Um, how have you find, like, I feel like it's been a bit of a hectic season for you guys in terms of a bit of chop and change, but, like, mm-hmm. how have you found, like, the consistency in there? Yeah, um, we have changed formations a bit, um, but I think kind of Dario's side of it is that he thinks we are kind of good enough to adapt each week, and I think... We have been um, most weeks. Like it is hard, but we we've had so many injuries as well, where we've had to kind of chop and change, like you've said. So we've tried to adapt to the players that we have at, at the time and each week. But yeah, it's it's a good challenge for us. It has been a bit of a crazy season, though. No, it's been a crazy season, but you've been one of the the recurring faces that we've seen throughout the season. And, and I'm not going to lie, here on Radio Dub, we've loved every part of it. Okay. We are, I think, what have we decided? We're Torpedoes? Yeah. The Caitlin Torby fan club known as Torpedoes. Torpedo. So yeah. we are very much a fan of that. Now, I was chatting to Rana Poltina at the, earlier in the day, and she said that out of anyone in the Melbourne City squad, you are the most likely to be an attacker. Now, I don't know, <laughs> do we agree with that statement? Do we disagree? How are we feeling about that? Um. 
I love my position, but I 100% agree that I, I, I would love to be a nine on any day. I definitely don't want any coach to put me there because I'm not a nine, but I, <laughs> I every single training, they'll put me in defense and I'll take the dive off and say I'm not a defender. So, <laughs> but I do know I love my position in all seriousness, but I do joke around that I want to want to just score goals all the time, which doesn't happen as often in my position, but yeah. She 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 knows the way I want to be, but, <laughs> but don't every coach don't put me there because I'm not a nine. <laughs> but I will say you did score. I can't remember what team was. I I did call the goal, but you did score a goal, <laughs> a really nice goal. I think it was outside of the box. Do you remember which one I'm talking about? Well, I can't. Remember. It was like pretty early in the season. It's so like. You don't score that many goals, Caitlin. So can you rack your brain? <laughs> no, 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 she's a defender. She's a defender. You know what I'm saying, Caitlin. You know what I'm defending. Can you remember what goal I'm talking about? There's like a really good goal. Yeah. This is uh, this is very embarrassing for me. Keep digging because this is a low point for me. It's been a rough. Of, it's been a rough day. Yeah. No, out of one of my two goals this season, I can remember <laughs> it was a new it was a Newcastle game. See, there we go. No, it was, it was pretty – it was a good goal. I remember it. I just can't remember what game. So clearly, yeah. No, I, no Caitlin, <laughs> I remember that you scored the goal. I just can't remember what team it was. Like, I can... Are you really Torpedo fan? No, yeah. we are. <laughs> Exposed. <laughs> this, this, nothing could hurt me more than somebody saying <laughs> that I'm not a member of the Torpedo squad. <laughs> nothing could hurt me more. I'm very upset. I'm very, very upset. Now, Caitlin, I want to just talk about your season as a whole. Like – Big picture, how have you seen have you seen your development? How have you seen your game and and obviously, you know, being one of those regular faces in the squad, how have you seen the consistency in your game as well? Mm. Yeah, well, not even just this season. Um, I think ever since I've joined City, the consistency has been massive for me. It's like massive reason why I decided to move away from home. So it's been amazing to get that game time and I think I I'm improving every single game of football. I'm learning so much. Like I'm st- every single training I'm learning from Dario, who's a quality coach, but even just the players around me as well. So I'm loving it at the moment. I'm loving my football and loving learning and the consistency, like you said. And I mean, Melbourne City, it's, it's looked like a really good match for you in terms of, I mean, I know that we've spoken about the different ways that we've played, but you've always looked like a player who's We've had- played? Are you part of the squad now, Oscar? We've spoken about the different ways that Melbourne City has played. I, 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 I do apologise. Uh, but it, it feels like regardless, you're always really influential in the games. You're always given the scope to really affect the, the, how the game is being played. Have you, have you felt like that? And is that something that you've really valued? Yeah, I think the way we play, I think re- kind of the reason that Rado has brought in the players that he initially bought in obviously before Dario changed coaches is because he sees the potential in the way we can play and I think we all individually bring something to the team so whether it's like a bench player or someone starting I think every single person brings value and I think Rado that's why he's a quality kind of coach is because he's scouted all of these girls that will suit the system that Melbourne City want to play it's not like any other team really and I, I love the style that we play so yeah, like I said before, I'm I'm enjoying my football here. Um, but yeah, it's everyone. Yeah, and how do you feel? Like, sorry to go going on about the change of formations, but like, she's trying to get in for you. Yeah, so <laughs> if I could just get a notepad and write down what you're doing this weekend. No, but um, yeah, not telling you. <laughs> no, how have you found like obviously your position when you switch from a, a three to a four? 
you're probably one of the players that's most influenced by that. In there's a lot of change in that role. How have you found? Like, do you feel like that's helped you as a player? And you can adapt to all these scenarios. And is that something you can take away from your experience? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I love both formations, and I think the thing that I love most about how City want us to play is that they allow the fullbacks to go so high. So even if we're playing with the back four. I will still be, have the freedom to go as high as I want. So kind of, it does change my positioning a bit with a three back compared to a four back. But at the same time, they still kind of give me the freedom to do what I know and do what I want to do kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, it, I think both both formations I love. And I think most of us played the formation last season with the three at the back. So we can chop and change between the two. Um, but yeah, I, I, I want to ask you. You touched on a little bit about you know moving from home to to play for City, and now you you've done this too, Miranda. You know, change your states. How important is that? And how obviously it's a massive step and a really big change. But how important is that for a player's development? I I, I want to hear from the both of you. We'll go with you first, Caitlin. Mm. Yeah, I think it's massive. I just think you you don't know how much you'll learn until you do it and until you take the next step. So I think um, it's a massive risk at the time, but I think when you do it, you know that it's either going to be a risk or, or a reward and hopefully the reward pays off, but it is at the same time, it's kind of like a fresh start. So when I, that was my mindset coming into cities, I was like, I can make a new name for myself here. So you kind of earn your game time and make a name for yourself. If you work as hard as you possibly can, it will, it will pay off. Yeah, 100%. Like, I agree. I think moving away from home, it challenges you as a footballer, but also as a person. And I think, Mm -hmm. like, I moved fresh out of school. So I went from very cozy life at home to, you know, shipped halfway across the country. So, um, yeah, definitely it has challenged me. And I think it's a thing, it's something pretty much every footballer has to do at some point in their lives. If they really Mm want to make something of their career, you can't stay at one place for the entire time mm-hmm. so yeah I've loved it and I'd love to keep keep challenging let's not let's not keep moving no 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 you've I was almost the... said that but I was like no, no you've, already, <laughs> you've already found the best state like, I don't know it's got to hit that mark that mark of Radio Dub every week we just mentioned that Melbourne is the best state now Caitlin you're actually you come from Queensland now Queensland mm-hmm. I don't I don't dislike Queensland I like the sun shining <laughs> the weather chops and changes much like Melbourne but I feel like it's a much more drastic change in Queensland. I don't agree. Or Gold Coast? That's huge. Yeah. Oh, mate, these guys got floods. We, not we had floods. Oh, but that's like far, far away. It's not like Melbourne. That's like country Victoria. It doesn't really count. Um, our Maribyrnong, <laughs> Maribyrnong, yeah, our training Victoria. pitch was flooded. Nah, uh, you know, but, but Caitlin, I want to understand, what's it, Queensland, what's the football like in, in Queensland? Uh, they're obviously not better than NPL Victoria, but what is it, what's it like in Queensland? Back to the floods as well. My house, my family house got flooded last season, like in the middle of the season. In Queensland? So, in Queensland, yeah. Hey, <laughs> this is crazy. What was, what was the other question again? <laughs> the, other, the other question is, obviously, NPL Victoria is the dominant force in NPL, you know, force mm. NPL Victoria. But what's it like in, in NPL in uh, Queensland and developing the talent? Like, what's the, the skill like there? I mean, it's decent everywhere, kind of every state I think has a decent program and everyone's working to get 
to the best. I think Victoria and New South Wales are probably a bit of step ahead and then maybe Queensland. Um, but yeah, it's decent. Like you see all the kind of Lions girls who, or even the new QAS girls that are going to Raw. Um, they're all starting from the NPL. So yeah, it's a pretty good quality there. What about outside of football? What's the biggest change from, from Queensland to Victoria? Are the people different? Does something in, in your day-to-day life change dramatically because of this, this movement between states? Yeah, I think the people are a bit different. Like in Queensland, we were saying before, like you can drive on cruise control and like have a foot out the window. Like everyone is so chill there. And like <laughs> no one really cares about anything. So it's a bit different. But I mean, we're, yeah, the people here are sick too. And I probably think the biggest change would be the weather, but in the opposite of what you said before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Melbourne is Melbourne's weather is bipolar. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't know what everyone knows. I don't know what the sudden attack on Melbourne is. You've got people? some rose coloured glasses. No, yeah. on, everyone, just, everyone... It's just objectively not true because yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's objectively true. I think Melbourne is fantastic. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I didn't say it's not fantastic, but I said that the, 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 the dramatic swings in weather is nah. is, no, no, is no. like a, a Melbourne's feature consistent, of Melbourne. I think, guys. Melbourne's consistent. It knows what it's going to be. It knows, we're gonna give you, it knows it's going to provide you four seasons in a day. At least you already know it's coming. Okay? It's consistency. What do you reckon the range? Yeah, this is not a weather. It's not a weather. It's not a weather podcast. It's a weather podcast. The range of temperatures in Brisbane compared to the range in Melbourne. It's it's night and day. We're interviewing Caitlin Talking. Yeah, let's let's you know let's get back on track. Let's get you back on track, everybody. Now, Caitlin, I want to just talk about your obviously you know you're still really really young and there's obviously been lots of lots of milestones. But what has been the most pivotal milestone in your football journey so far? Um, I would probably say my move to Melbourne. Um, I think like in my early seasons of Raw, I had, I had got pretty decent game time, but then in the later seasons, I was dealing with a bit of stomach issues that kind of kept me from playing a bit. I got them sorted and then kind of chose to start again in Melbourne. So I think everything's, everything football wise since being here has been a massive kind of change for me. It's been amazing. So that's probably the biggest milestone. Now, I want to look ahead to this Saturday. Now, you're playing at Casey Fields, which I'm very grateful about. It's 15 minutes away from my house. I know everybody else is crying yeah. themselves to sleep about it. But shame for you guys. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> what's the – obviously, the track record for City against victory. at the, it's, it, does, it swings victory's way in <laughs> recent times. Looking ahead to that game, how are you seeing that? Where do you – what do you think – the if you can't obviously tell us, but like, what are the battles that you think are going to be really important to decide who wins that game? Well, I think the main thing that we're thinking about and kind of taking into consideration is that somehow victory, you guys always turn it on when it comes to finals time and at the end of the season. So we know that you guys are massive um, finals players, which is going to be probably our biggest challenge. But um, I think we, like you said, our track record at the moment goes victory's way um but i think that's kind of the best position to be in that we are the underdogs coming into the game so it's kind of like we have not a lot to lose you know yeah i would agree i think there is something in victory that i've obviously just joined this year so um it's something that it's hard to say we're just going to switch on like oh it's finals time now we'll just kind of pick it up like i feel like that's what's seen from the outside 
is, oh, okay, it's just a thing that happens in mm. finals is everything turns up. But I feel like it's the preparation that's going into, like, this two-week period. And I feel like it's been good that we've had a little, like, a week off in between. Um, I feel like it's different to any other club yeah. that I've been at. And mm-hmm. I think that's what sets us apart. And that's what's, you know, proved pivotal the last few years for them. So there's, there's still some pressure for you guys. Yeah. There. There's, there's, there's even more pressure, I, I would imagine, with that kind of a track record, though. I, I mean, I want to... I mean, Miranda, so C- Caitlin's spoken about coming in almost as the, undergo- the, the underdogs because... Get your knowing, words out, Yeah, please. I'll get there. <laughs> the underdogs because, because of what we know about Victoria's reputation. Do, do you, does the club feel like you're the favourites heading into this game? I feel like we would always back ourselves in any game. I feel like when we're on, we can beat any team. Um... But yeah, obviously these last couple of games we we've drawn way too many games. I think that's very well known that we have not been able to put games to bed that we should have put to bed. So um, probably our track record the last few games, like we got what was it a draw against Canberra, a draw Wellington. against Wellington, um, not the best running. So I feel like form wise, City are probably favourites. But yeah. If you look at the history, I like the context, this. the situation. Mm. I like these fighting words. Yeah. Yeah. I like these. I can't <laughs> wait to get to Casey Fields. I can't. And Caitlin, how do you how do you prepare for something so strange and inexplicable like a team that just turns it on for finals? What what's, what have been the kinds of conversations that you, you've had at the club to try and prepare for this really strange thing? Well, like Miranda said, we back ourselves going into this game as well. So I think, I mean, we're not, we kind of just want to focus on us as well. We want to just, if we can play our game, I think we can pull it off. So we, if we are at the best of our kind of ability, um, yeah, I, I, we, I back us. And I mean, yeah, we all, that's, we're all confident going into this game, um, aware, aware that victory are finals, finals players. So yeah, we're, it's going to be a sick game. It's going to be a great challenge for both teams. I think it's going to be a good game. No, I look forward to it. I, I like a Melbourne derby. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. there are the new kids on the block, though, Western United. Are they mm-hmm. the annoying sibling or the annoying cousin? What's the what's the feeling towards Western United? Uh, is there any built animosity right now, or is it, does the rivalry still need to develop? Well, we've had two losses to them, so we're pretty <laughs> fired up to verse them again. I think... Both games, if you look at the stats, probably shouldn't have gone that way. So we're a bit um, excited to verse them again. Um, but, yeah, we're, like, we're focused on this weekend first and go from there. Yeah, I agree. I feel like we were so mad. Obviously, you played them first game of the year, 60-kilometre wins. It was not a good time. But <laughs> we were so annoyed when we didn't get to play them again. Mm. So I feel like that's... Our goal. We want to get play them sometime in the future. Obviously, we're focusing on the now, but in the back of our minds, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be West. So, so everybody, be. everybody's saying, oh, we want to get, we want to get a have dog. another crack. Have yeah, another have crack. Another crack. Yeah. Uh, that's this. This is this is teasing up. If it happens, you know, in this time in the finals, be great. But if it happens next season, I'm very excited about how spicy the affair is going to be because because you are right, Caitlin. Like, uh, looking back on those, you know, those two games, you guys were certainly the more dominant, it, particularly I would say even more in the second game and it kind of just it just went strange. But it doesn't matter. You guys are in finals <laughs> in right finals. now. You're in the finals. <laughs> Who cares? But um, 
I want to talk about, you know, the squad. The squad dynamic this year. You've got a lot of younger players have come in, some new new talent. What's that been like with those guys? And who's been a player that's really surprised you and really impressed you with their ability? Um, it's a great question. I think, like, we kept our squad, quite like the core of our squad from last season. So it was an easy transition coming into this season. Um, and we all kind of know each other so well. So, like, obviously the likes of Polly McNamara has been amazing since she's been back. And but I think this season, like, Danny Gaelic has been awesome for us as well. She's a young gun. But even, like, might be a bit biased here, but, like, Aaliyah Davidson, I think before she got injured, she was holding our team together so well. So she's a big loss for us as well. Um, but, yeah, there's been – I could name that whole team, honestly. Mm. There's been so many good players. No, there has been a lot of good players, but you know, you mentioned one. Obviously, we're part of obviously we're part of the Torpedo Fan Club, but pretty close up there is the Mac Fan Club. Mm. We are. I'm. I'm. I'm Big Macs. Big Macs. Big Macs. Big Macs. You're on it with the names. I'm fire tonight. (laughs) So I'm thinking maybe we get some shirts printed, get some banners. I'm ready to be at Amy Park. I'm, I'm, I've already penciled her in for the Matilda squad. I'm ready yeah. to be on the sidelines <laughs> saying, Tony, get her on, get her on, get the Mac on. What makes the Mac so special? Um, I, she has this kind of fire about her. I said to her, um, I don't know if you've ever, like I've read this book recently by Tim Grover, like about, um, what's it called, Relentless. Oscar's I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. Oscar's yeah, probably read it this but yeah. it kind of refers to some athletes as like a cleaner which kind of means that they would at least like a Michael Jordan like they would do anything and anything to win and I think she kind of she's kind of different in the way that she's so relentless like she will actually do anything to win she's a bit of a psychopath like <laughs> I love her but I can imagine yeah, that. yeah. Crazy. yeah she's just you can see her potential I think she's like something special um I'm so excited for her future can you guys just not play on the same side so it's easy to tell you two apart? <laughs> That's really greatly appreciated. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> she, but I think she gets more annoyed because every time she does something good, it's like, oh, the torpedo. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take you that. You get the credit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it must be pretty awesome to kind of be so closely involved in, in I know we're centering in a lot on Holly McNamara, but this is which it's one of the guests here, I know, but also Holly McNamara is such an exciting footballer, and I think that that's assisted and facilitated by, by what Caitlin you, you do as well. How's your like on pitch relationship with Holly? She is one of my favorite players to play with. Um, we kind of have this thing like in the Canberra game, me, Holly, and Minnie like everyone else too, but we have this relationship from going from last season to then Apia Leichhardt um, and playing together in the NPL in Sydney and then back to this season. So like when Holly came back, it was it was so much fun. We just have so much fun on the field. Like um, last season, I think it was in the Sydney game and Holly like had a shot and it went out for a throw in and straight away I was like, I just get over so much shit for it. We just hang each other out. We just kind of have fun on the field. So I think that's it kind of makes us all calm down a bit more and we can all have a laugh while we're playing. So yeah, that's I I love playing with her. 
Is that intimidating to him, Miranda, just how much fun the opposition have just playing football? <laughs> They're just like, oh, we're just having a good time. We're just here for the vibes. Yeah, everyone's got to love playing football, otherwise you wouldn't, you wouldn't do it. But, sure. Um, yeah, no, I'm sure we'll be having some fun this weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> words. this is what we like to have here. You got race. your spice. This is what we like to have here. You want here. some spice on the weekend. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. I, just, I, think that, I think that football needs a little bit more spice. That's mm. all I want. I want some more fighting words. I want people to, you know... Talk their talk themselves up because I think that there are some phenomenal players who don't do enough self promotion. I feel like if I was their marketing manager, mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Let's talk our whatever the expletive that I'm not allowed to say yeah. here." <laughs> but because there is some, you know, some tremendous play. Now, Caitlin, obviously in your position, there are some some great plays. Now, do you would mm-hmm. you rank yourself <laughs> Umro Uno? Uh, yeah, dos. <laughs> where are we ranking? Uh, where are you ranking yourself uh, amongst the league's best? Because I feel like it's pretty high up there. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. Honestly, there's some quality fullbacks in the league, and it's just growing. Like you've seen the new fullbacks come into the league and shine. So I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you mentioned the, the desire for trash talk, Bakua, and, and look, it's it's risky business and we've got two players who don't want to say anything to get themselves in trouble. But, but I'll, I'll, I'll open the floor, Caitlin. Do you have a, a message, a final message that you want to send to Miranda slash Melbourne Victory as a whole ahead of this weekend? Um, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's such the dub vibe. It's just like we are all like mates and you have mates on every team. And yeah. so she's like... Like, actually, you spoke about did we send thank you cards to City. I invited most some of the City girls over to my house for pasta yeah. after they won. I told them before the game, I said, yeah. if you win, I will come come to my house and I will cook you pasta. Okay. You can play with my puppy. That will be your reward. So, um, yeah, no, I feel like everyone's any, good friends. Do you have any fighting words for uh, for Melbourne City? No, good luck. So, Ooh. So, no, yeah. That's not spicy. Yeah. <laughs> if you lose, I'll invite you over to my house and give you pasta. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that again. We'll make the same deal. (laughs) We won't be coming over. (laughs) I like that a lot. Now, Caitlin, really, really thank you for joining us here. Obviously, we are members of the Torpedo fan club and I feel like we should get some merch, Oscar. I feel like well, there's a lot of players. That sounds in. expensive, but yeah, go on. <laughs> we'll find something in the budget. We'll find something. We'll find something in the budget. Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us uh, here today, and good luck on the weekend. I'll see you guys at the game because I'll be there. You know, mm. doing some stuff. I mean, I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. Now. I'm working. Selling gallery. merchandise. <laughs> exactly. Selling merchandise. Kmart shirts exactly. with like <laughs> Sharpie written torpedo on it. <laughs> exactly. I'll be selling merch uh, at the front of KC Fields. Caitlin, have a lovely rest of your evening, and uh, good luck on the weekend. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Good luck, Miranda. Good luck. <laughs> See you on the weekend. Bye. Now, uh, thank you, Caitlin Torpy, for joining us. We really, really obviously appreciated that. And Miranda, are you ready? Are you ready for the weekend? Are yeah. you, what's the – you guys, are you ready to go? Yeah. I think it's been a great, like, couple of weeks of prep. Um, yeah. I've just been super excited. The whole squad's excited. But I feel like there has been talk about the expectation that is on us. You know, because the team has showed up so well in the last two final series. It's always like we didn't want to get to the point where we were expecting it from ourselves without putting the work in. Um, so I feel like that's been a big focus is, especially with not coming in, in great form, is let's get back to doing what we know we can do and playing the football where we're at our best and 
I mean, throw anyone at us and we'll, we'll take them on. I want to ask you about the Wellington game mm. specifically. What was the – obviously, you know, I think the Casey was, was really unlucky. Mm. Um, in both goals, I think the back pass maybe caught her out for the yeah. first one and then she slipped for the second mm-hmm. one. And as obviously as a goalkeeper yourself, how is that – when you see that, how is that, you know, you'd like, oh, you know, that's just like it's such a thing that just can happen. Like, yeah. how is that? How does that feel as a you know a fellow member of the goalkeeper? What's the elite alliance? Union. The union. What's goalkeeper f- union. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely even when stuff happens like that to people on the other team, you kind of like it's kind of like a doubt. You're like, oh. like because you know you have empathy. You know exactly how that person is feeling when like it just doesn't go your way in that moment. And Casey, you know, gives me help heart palpitations on the regular when she goes down. Um, usually she gets back up, um, which thank God she did. Um, yeah, so she's just been a rock this season and we're really, really lucky to have her. And when she's firing, she's absolutely firing. And she, she'll bring it out. She's definitely one of the best goalkeepers, if not the mm. best goalkeeper in the competition ever. Always so, so reliable. And I, and I think that number one. Yeah, non biased, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I and I think that's what was was really hard to watch about that that Wellington because mm. because you know how good she is, and yeah. it's just mm. like just such an unlucky thing that can happen and yeah. things like that. But I'd say something that was really positive about that game, Molina Reyes, yeah, wow, that goal, showing that to me five times over because yeah. the way in which Molina is just able to shrug people off, like there are a lot of there are a lot of strikers who are just a bit about the finesse and just about the really like. They can do things really well in intric- mm. intricate, like, little spaces. Obviously, Melina's fantastic, but something I love about her game is how physical it is yeah. and how she's not afraid to to have that contact mm. and go through the contact and take that shot. And that's what was exemplified by that shot. And shout-out as well because it's her birthday as well today. Yes. So oh, wow. That's why we're talking to you up. Happy birthday, Melina. <laughs> Happy birthday, Melina. But how many times is she beating you at training when she's, uh, she's going? Oh, mate. Too many to count. <laughs> um, no, it was good. Like... She always loves a volley. Like when we're doing crossing drills, she watches it onto her foot so well. And 100% of the time she's making good contact. But it's whether it's going in the net or onto the tram tracks in the back of the <laughs> road. Like it's a 50-50, but hopefully she pulls the the net one out this weekend. She really is. the, the She kind of embodies the X factor that we talk about with oh, Melbourne yeah. Victory, that capacity to pull out the most incredible piece of play. I do just want to go back to your the, the goalkeeping situation just mm. for a moment and ask. Obviously, as as a, a backup goalkeeper mm-hmm. for a team, it's a different kind of psychological state that you've yeah, got to massive. be in for most of the season. We've seen this season you've kind of been called upon at late mm-hmm. notice in the middle of a game. Can you yeah. step up and, and, hey, and do that? Just get those penalty replays uh, <laughs> yeah. on a loop. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Talk them up. <laughs> how, how, how does it feel going into a final series going, what what if something did, of course we hope it doesn't, but something meant yeah. that, that Casey couldn't continue and you had to step into step onto the pitch? No, I think it's it's a massive like mental prep thing. Mm-hmm. And the, the way I've kind of started to look at it this season is I'm – kind of just imagining I am playing, if that makes sense. So when I'm – sometimes when you're playing, you won't touch the ball for 80 minutes of the game. And then you're called upon in the, like, 90th minute to make a game-winning save. Like, that's – that is goalkeeping. That's the mentality you have to have. And so really it's nothing different on the bench. Like, I'm trying to stay, like, focused in the game, 
Not too emotional. Sometimes I get too emotional. Okay, can I touch on that really quickly? Yeah, okay, go. The amount of times I've seen games where it's seen the victory bench and Miranda's like <laughs> up and yelling. I think I remember specifically in the Brisbane game, yeah. you got up and I was like, Miranda, sit down, sit down, please. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble one day for that. But um, yeah, sometimes a little bit emotional. Maybe I can rein it in, but I call it passion. I like it. It's um, I enjoy it. <laughs> There's your spice. Exactly. Yeah. I enjoy that. <laughs> but no, it's the same thing. Like you may not get called upon for 80 minutes. 80 first minutes, something happens, you're called upon. It's the exact same thing, I think. It's just that mental state of when I'm called upon, I need to be ready. And whether you're first keeper, second keeper, third keeper, I feel like it's the same. No, I think that's a that's a good mentality to have. And I don't think I, I – would you have the, the, the ability to do that, Oscar? No, I like maybe one game or something. I'd be like, I'd put all my energy into it. But by the time we got into game two, I'd be like, I can't do it anymore. I'm just going to tell you, as I said, I would get two goals, three assists. Three assists. I could, I could do it for maybe two games and then I'm out. I just wanted to one-up you. Sorry, sorry you, keep, you keep building on this. First you said you'd get two goals. Now you've said you get three assists. Then you said, said that, that you'll do it in the big games. And now you're saying that you'll do that in the space of two or three games. No, 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 no. no. I, I was just saying I could do one Jeff better. Jeff Hopkins, I, are you listening? No, That's yeah, I know. Like, I wow. Let me say this, yeah. I just want to say this, okay? When we were down at Vic- with uh, doing the video with Melbourne Victory mm. with Paige Joyce and Jessica Nash, check that out on YouTube. Um, we have that up. We will put the podcast of it up at some point. <laughs> Maybe. Um... But Jeff said, Jeff saw me out there. He saw me out there and he said, do you want to try out? I'm just saying that. <laughs> it, it was Cut. said. Cut. It was said. Ask Jeff. I'm telling you, I've got some technique. I don't I don't know what, like as I told you, <laughs> I'm an athlete. I could do these things. I don't know. I don't think I could do, like I don't think I'd get a penalty because like, I feel the pressure would be too much. But I feel like in like state in the flow of a game. For the five minutes that you're on. Yeah, again. five minutes on. I'm yeah. telling you, I can make some lethal runs. I'm quick. Like I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. Like I'm just quick. <laughs> you were talking about people talking themselves up. So yeah. you're just setting oh, the I'm example. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I'm setting and the also example. the spat like Pakul would not be afraid to lay it down if she, if you oh, had yeah. a problem with another player. Exactly. You'd be like, I'll tell you who I'll tell I you would, who I don't no, no. like. I would, seriously, I would take a I would take a yellow for a team. Like I would oh, yeah. I would do it. I'm telling you, I've I don't know what to say, guys. I'm just built different. <laughs> built different. God damn it. I'm a skilled athlete. What can I say, Oscar? This is becoming derailed. I, like, yeah. I, I, don't, I yeah. don't know what to do. Exactly. I couldn't do the goalkeeping thing. I'm like, I'm definitely like five foot two. I'm definitely five foot two. And like, it's, it's a bit of a different yeah, breed. My vertical, like I was a goalkeeper back in the day, but just not anymore. I didn't grow. After a certain point, they said, it's time to, it's time to go and yeah. sit on the other side. Just saying. Did you have a experience playing in other positions other than goalkeeper yeah. growing uh, up? Striker for like the first few years. This is what I'm wow. saying. Yeah, but that's like the 99% <laughs> of goalkeepers will play yeah. striker before they start in mm. goals. And it's so good. I always love playing in goals. Like I mean, in, at nine, yeah. I love it. I would go play there and just like, you know, I'm probably a bit rusty now. You know, it's been <laughs> eight years. But e- everybody wants to be a nine on this Miranda, show. Yeah. I'm just saying, you, Miranda's not backing you, so I'm telling you I can score more goals than Miranda. In oh, five as well. Okay. Right now. <laughs> telling you right now. I would disagree with that. S- no, no, I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> kidding. I'm definitely kidding. I saw Miranda shoot. At, I saw Miranda shoot, and I was like, there's no power. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can get the placement, no power. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not happening. <laughs> We're shooting from, like, halfway. Yeah. And it was it was good, and it was I'm just the little goals. You could do it. This is what I'm saying. Like Miranda's seen me. Like I'm. There was some ability there. Like I haven't seen this side to you. You're just all, you're all of a sudden set on like oh, I'm destined to no, be a professional no, footballer. No, this is I'm not. I'm not. De- I don't want to be a professional footballer. This is the thing, right? 
I've been saying it on the pod in a few episodes. Maybe you haven't been listening to the pod <laughs> episodes, but I've been saying that I want to get back into football. Mm. Like, I'll just get me back into like a state league side or well, something. I went and watched um, the cup game last night, Heidelberg versus Ringwood. And yep. Ringwood are top of the VPL, I think, at the moment. And it was a good game. Like, I. You reckon I can get in the team? Yeah. Go That's on. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Go on. Go Do play it. like some Do VPL. It. And, yeah, I reckon you'd tear it up. I'm telling you, I'm just, I think. Yeah. I, I, I believe you. Go, do it. Yeah, Try I, out. You have to go for it. I reckon. You've laid you, down the marker. No, if you give me, if I get my aerobic endurance up, because it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit like couple sprints and then let's just take a little stroll for a bit and then let's get back into it. I think if I get it like up. Like messy. Is what yeah. you're saying. No, I'm not I'm not that great on the board <laughs> like that. What I'm saying is I feel like if I get my aerobic endurance up, I feel like if there's a team out there, I'm telling you, I could make my way up leagues. I'm just telling you. Maybe I've got to tell you. The, the offer's been made if maybe anyone I, wants Maybe to I need to go ask Dan, uh, Dan Foden at Preston. Uh, maybe Dan, give me a tryout. Wow. That'd be a long way to drive for training, though. Mate, to I to would do it to, 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 to back this up. Yeah, okay. yeah. I would commit. I'm telling you, I'd commit. I look forward to seeing it. Yeah, yeah I'm I just do. I just feel like you guys should invite me to victory training. See how <laughs> I go. See I'll how give you go. Some kit. Yeah, see how I go with some, you know, some goalkeeping practice. Melina Rez, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming here. Smart. <laughs> no, definitely not. Not a chance. But uh, want to talk. How has this pod turned into Pakua pursuing your, your footballing dreams? I'll be honest with you. When you host the podcast, you can do what you like. <laughs> and this is what this week's episode has turned into. But actually, before let's switch. Talk about the other finals game. Mm. Sydney FC taking on Western United, big game, 1-1 in the series uh, yeah. Series this season. Western United took out the first one, Sydney FC took out the second one pretty comfortably. Mm-hmm. How are we feeling about that game? What are the, the key things you think to look out for during that? Well, you were talking about it before the show about Courtney Vine, obviously a question mark um, after she came off in the Matildas game with, I think it was a calf. Um, so that would be a massive loss. Sydney mm. obviously a lot of their attacking threat goes down that right hand side with her so um it would be an interesting game especially without Courtney Vine I feel like that would level it up a bit more but I feel like Sydney would have the upper hand like they would expect themselves to win and I think everyone else would expect them to come not comfortably like finals is always like you know heated and it's yeah. always like close but I think they'll be comfortable in the game yeah I think they they definitely walk into it as favourites, and yeah. I think there are a lot of matchups they look on. They probably look at, and they go, "We probably got a, probably a player who's just a step above in mm. a lot of positions on the field, just because of their experience and with experience, you know, that there's more time. To, they've developed their skills on a different level. I think first goal is just so important. Yeah, yeah first, it's it's everything. Really. I think that Western are good, like being compact. So mm. the longer they can go without getting broken down. Yeah the more chance they actually have in this game. And both teams, Sydney, are most lethal on, on the counter in transition, particularly with Courtney Vine, and we know that that's up in the air. But, yeah, it's, it's just if you – the team that scores the first goal, I would be shocked if they didn't win. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think that's a that's a fair yeah. way to, to look at that. Okay, Oscar, look at you bringing that analysis yeah, that I made. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Once every hour. No, I like yeah. that. <laughs> well, I would like to say that I called the 3-3 scoreline for the Melbourne City Canberra yeah. game. Oh, ahead. okay. Okay. I – Said to Casey. In this fashion? What? Like, did you think the City were going to go through one up and then, like, Canberra going to come back? Or do you think it was going to be, like, I said it was going to be, yeah, I thought it was going to be a high scoring. I thought it was going to be very open because I feel like both teams' strengths are where they're attacking. 
rather than their defensive. And so it was just going to be one after the other. Mm. So it was pretty. I was pretty hyped. So you're teeing us up for a prediction for what's going to happen on Sunday? <sighs> Miranda, I'm telling you, don't do it to yourself. What? Don't do it to yourself. Don't let these people on the internet come for you. Don't let them do it for, to you, okay? okay? I back you. I back you. They I'm won't just, come for you if you're right, though. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know. I've got a 100% record, though, maybe. I maybe should. send the message and then tweet it, just as, like, you sent this message. See what the time stamp that I had mm. on it? That's, I feel like, the way to go about okay. it. I feel like okay. go about it. Okay. Don't let Oscar back you in the corner. Yeah. And people will come for you. Don't let him do it to you. I don't feel like I feel like Miranda was wanting to say. But just got like, don't <laughs> no, do it. No, <laughs> I've seen the future. Okay. Don't do it. Okay. Okay. Um, another big thing that happened obviously during the week was uh, Matildas. Matildas mm. played big mm. win against Lionesses. They got the first game against Scotland. They lost. Yeah. Did you watch any any of that? Did you see any little bit of that? I watched some of the Scotland game. I think I got frustrated and turned it off. Mm. Um, and the England game, I was up doing an assignment. So, yeah, I watched the highlights. <laughs> but it was crazy. England, what, 30 games unbeaten. Yep. And then, like I've seen, some of the, like, the press in England has just gone mental. Like, <laughs> lost their mind. Rattled, rattled <laughs> England, like, all this stuff. Like, um, Yeah, it was crazy. And the, obviously, the um, I love Charlie Grant. I think she is awesome. Mm. And to see her score was amazing. And the reaction after the goal was so heartwarming. Yes. She, was, she was so excited. Yeah, yeah. She was so happy. But that, like, sums her up as a person. She is so happy and, like, bubbly. And you could see Did it Your time out. overlap? What? And I like? No. But she came home and trained with us for a little bit um, while I was there. And we also met at some, like, Matilda's ID camps yeah, back yeah, a few yeah. years ago. Um, but, yeah, lovely, lovely girl. And, yeah, I'm so happy to see her killing it. Do you know, I, I called, um, oh, my days, my brain today is actually, like, on a different Zero one. from two from calling no, memories. It's so bad. <laughs> it's um, Indiana Dos Santos. Okay. <laughs> Indiana Dos Santos. I know I've been calling her the smiling assassin. Mm. I might have to take that nickname off her and give it to Charlie Grant. Yeah. Because yeah. she's so happy. I've never seen a person just so, like, and this is what I want to see from players. I want to see them be so happy to mm. play football because I think the happier you are, the better your football is. And she's so versatile where she can play on the left or the right. Yeah. Do you think she's earned the, a fair shout for, like, starting in either position? I think that, like, after some of the performances she put in, and especially because especially she's had to kind of step up while Ellie's been away, um, I think that's given her a real opportunity to, like, show what she can do at this level and, yeah, put her hand up and be like, yeah, like, I'm here, I'm fighting for this starting spot. Um, obviously she's young, she's still young. Um, so I think there's so much more to come from her, but, uh, yeah, I would, I would put her as a fair shout to be like contending for that spot. Me too. Just the two game series really, I think summed up what we've come to expect from the Matildas over the last, well, under Tony G really mm. kind of, you, you, you see the, the strengths and, and the weaknesses. Yeah. And I think that, you know, even the England game, like it wasn't, pretty it wasn't lovely football mm. pure football or anything but you know you when you've got the outlets like Sam Kerr yeah. um who's a decent player I think we can agree uh pretty just pretty decent yeah yeah, yeah all right uh you, you can kind of get away with it and and uh, it's you know the, the, the highs and the lows it, it is it is the kind of game though that gives me a degree of belief about the World Cup that there could be a good run because when the kind of that the, it seems like the team's really good. And I don't know how much this is coming from the coaches and, and how much is from the players. Mm. Really good at getting hyped up and, and getting and being at their best for the biggest games. But it's also 
I'm I'm with you on that, but I also think it's that's a very mentally exhausting to to constantly have to bring yourself to that mm. level and then relax and then go back up. That's it's just it's a lot of to do to an individual's emotion. So I'd like to see them stay mm. at that kind of steady focus Stem. and just be consistent in every game in and out. And I I, I think we've got to really. I know Caleb Morrison was number one on my Get Him an Australian Citizenship mm. uh, run. Jens Fulstrom for the Matildas assistant coach. Ever since that man's came in, mm. the Matildas have decided to go and uh, start winning lots of every game, yeah. every game here and there. And uh, that man, I might drive him to the ACT to get himself a Australian citizenship. That's how <laughs> much I'm a fan of him at this point. Is that how it works? Anyway. Um, <laughs> I've won Australian series, but I feel like that's how it works. I'll do his quiz for him. And that's what I'll do. <laughs> yeah, we have quiz. tested Kayla a lot on her, her <laughs> performance of the national anthem. It's been called upon multiple times this season. I, I definitely did the quiz for my mum when we were going for our Australian citizenship. We passed. I'm still here. So I feel like I feel nicely like I get, done, yeah. I feel like I can get Jens uh, to pass the test. But I, I think that, you know, the, the, the make or break of, of the Matildas will, will be those performances against... The, the lesser teams, if you will, because that's really where a lot of the roadblocks have come. Uh, like, we, we know that the way that this team can play, like we saw against England, when the other team has the ball, when the other team has all the onus to create and to have the possession and the Matildas can just kind of hit on the counter, that, that can work really effectively. It's it's much more so when, when the onus is on the Matildas that the questions arise. Mm. I feel like that's such Aussie vibes. Yeah, it's just exactly. the underdog mentality. For sure. And it's what you were saying before is showing up for the big games. Mm. Um, but yeah, when we play, who's in our group? Do we have Nigeria, Ireland, Jamaica, Jamaica. no Jamaica? Am I right? Jamaica? No, it is Jamaica. Yes. Yes, and Canada. No. Yes, yes, yes. uh, Well, I was saying a different team. I wasn't saying not Jamaica. Yes, Canada. I was also Canada. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Cool. We are well really, team. <laughs> we really put the brain trust together. And really got <laughs> all, the answer. All three needed. of our brain cells were working really yeah. hard just then. Yep, 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 yep. Um, no, but uh, no. Nigeria. That's really embarrassing. Is it Nigeria? Yeah. Really? I said Nigeria. Can I be honest with you? I'm allowed to get away with that. You know why? I can't stand Nigerians. I'm from Ghana. I can't stand them. (laughs) This is... uh, I can't stand them. It's it's only right for me to forget them. It's only right. Uh, If you obviously understand your African history, you understand that Ghana is constantly more dominant than Nigeria. And this is what I actually would like. I want to tell you about a guest that I would like to have on the show. Mm -hmm. Princess Sabini. Mm -hmm. Because I want to settle some Ghana versus Nigeria debates. (laughs) It's been hotly debated. I've got some Nigerian friends. They constantly wow. keep providing the wrong answers. I want to know if Princess will uh, provide okay. the correct answers. Radio so dub any... turns geopolitical. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're really ge- we've done weather. Ge- we've yeah, done you everything. can do whatever you want. Well, exactly. You when you're the host of the podcast, you get to do what you like. So is that why Ghana's at the World Cup? What's your name? <laughs> Who, are you? <laughs> Who are you again? <laughs> now, I, I will say uh, the Ghana women's side, uh, they've actually been doing well. They just beat Senegal. 1-0 recently. So we're, we're, we're building. Building. Our, we're building our program. We're getting better. You will see us in the, at the next World Cup. I'm just letting you know. Wow. When I join the team, we'll put this <laughs> so That's a good, that's we'll a good point. After you get picked up here, climb through all the exactly. leagues. Climb wow. through all the yeah. leagues. This next four years is going to be I'm something saying, else. Wow. Oscar, when I, I'm just saying, yeah, when I get to no, – not a chance. I'm going to let that <laughs> statement – I'm letting that statement die. But I reckon – I've I've been thinking recently, you know, I was like, uh, you know, I did a call with Leah Blaney and I was like, maybe I want to become a coach. Maybe that's, I feel like I couldn't do it. I don't think I'd be very good at it. Like a head coach or like a development coach? No, a development coach. coach. I feel yeah, like I yeah. could, do you reckon I could, do you reckon I, there's, is that something you're looking into? Or do you reckon I, you know, I could, 
get into that. Yeah, I got my coaching license. I do coaching. Oh, really? Yeah, I just started doing coaching with the club, actually. Oh, can you let us know that club or no? No, victory. Oh, sick! Yeah, mate. The, the I, community I, program. No, I thought she was. I thought you were about to. I thought you were about to be like, uh, um, like coaching like under sixes at the same club. No, and then, <laughs> coach of Ringwood. That's yeah. why. That's why Rada was at the game <laughs> today. She's on the touch line. Yeah. Big the heck. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Um, what's that been like coaching? No, I love it. I did in Adelaide as well. Like just with young kids. Um, yeah, just a bit of fun, and I love. Yeah, getting back to the roots of football is just like the joy, um, and I love that. And. It, there are some kids that absolutely hate their lives when I come. Like the kids that hate PE and they like sit in the corner the parents and cry. Parents have just sent them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, I think one kid just sat in the corner and cried the whole time. Jeez. And I just said to the teacher, that's your issue. I'm, I'm here to play football. You can deal with that. We're here, we're here, to, we're here to play some football. Yeah. If, you're not, if you don't want to be participating, no one's going to force you to play football. And I, I, think, that's, I think that's fair, you know. Yeah. The joy's got to be there. You can't force the joy on anyone. Obviously, women's football is very exciting, though. So, you know, the sun's like sunshine. It just reaches everybody <laughs> at some point, and everyone's like, ah, I've got to get involved. And yeah. if you don't like sunshine, that's a you problem. That's really that's a you problem. And that's yeah. something you might need to go see your doctor, and you might need to get some vitamin D tablets because you <laughs> might be struggling. Um, but no, it's uh, how long have you been doing that for, Christian? Um, I got my community goalkeeper license when I was back in Perth. So that would be like three years ago now. Um, and I did some like goalkeeper specific coaching, and then when I moved to Adelaide, just as like a little side gig, like I was coaching in schools and stuff, but with um, football Australia. So, do the kids know ball? They know ball. They know ball. Okay. I teach them ball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Miranda, could you teach me? So obviously, my ball. ball I, I will teach you ball. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I'm just saying when I've got a when I've got a trial and they'll be victory for ten days. <laughs> in ten days? Ten, no, no, not in ten days. Oh, but I'll get it. No, no, I, no, 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 not in ten days. I'll get a ten day contract. I'm just, oh, okay. I'm just, I'll, I'm just saying, I might send. I might send Jeff a tape of my mine every single day. It's Every- just the security footage from Elite Football of <laughs> you taking shots. That's your highlight. I'm just package. telling you, I had something. There was something there. I'm telling you. Was there anything ever there for you, Oscar, in your footballing ability? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, no. What sports were you playing, actually? If it's the other game in I this country, I don't, don't know. I don't know who would be interested in hearing this explanation, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know. This is my host. I'm hosting, so, yeah. So, what do you want to know? Did you play any other sports as a kid? Yeah, I played, played AFL. Oh, it's a no sharing rule. No one cares. <laughs> Miranda, what sports do you play? I played everything. Yeah. Tennis? I played tennis too. There yes, I was going, yeah. we actually yeah. all like tennis. Yes, yeah. that's what you said. Tennis, T-ball. Um, yeah, what else? Random stuff. Okay, fair. You were an athlete. Cricket. So you were an athlete. Yeah. You were an athlete, but now you're a professional athlete. Yeah. Okay, and you're an athlete who's going to become a professional athlete. Exactly. And I'm a non-athlete who is never going to become a professional <laughs> exactly. athlete. Wow. It's a good squad we've got <laughs> The whole range. It's a really, really good range that we've got here. Thank you guys for joining us here on another edition of Radio Dub. We really appreciate it. And if you're watching the stream, which I don't, the stream is not where we get where where our home is. Our home is the podcast. Mm. I may have started it a couple of minutes late, but that's okay. You can listen to on the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everything else and everywhere else. Uh, so thank you for joining us on another week of Radio Dub. We discussed uh, Grand Final. Oh, not great final. It was the final Seven. series. Talks Caitlin Torpy. Talks about our and our uh, membership to the Torpedoes. Mine's Talks- on hold this weekend. Yeah, yeah, your Torpedo okay. membership. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. You can handle it. Suspended membership. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get it back later. Exactly. Um, we chatted 
my ambitions as a, as a professional footballer. Yeah, which, which was, just very random. <laughs> just took on about a third of the show. And weather. And weather. And, weather. Well. and yeah. weather. Because it was misconceptions about what Melbourne's weather is. I made I stay loyal. I stay true and loyal. And uh, we obviously chatted about the other finals games and some of the Matilda stuff. So thank you for joining us this week. We'll uh, see you back here next week. We will. I promise about that. And uh, bye for now. Pickett, she lays it off, Teresa Polaris! It's an absolute peach! Is driving! What a hit from Melina Rez! Wow! And Sam Kerr has a hat-trick! Minimal, 1-0! I came to get down, I came to get down.